Before we get started on this week's episode, we would like to insert a trigger warning as this episode contains content that includes references to topics such as family Hello relations. everyone, welcome to another week of our podcast. Um, this week we will be talking about how to set boundaries with our loved ones or any relations in your life, whether it's friendships or things like that. And as always, I'm going to start off with a question. And today's question is, what is your current state of mind? I think my current state of mind is kind of racing. I don't even know if that's a state of mind, but like I'm definitely like a lot of wheels are turning in my head right now. The semester for me is about to start on Wednesday. Um, and so I'm thinking about getting, so I have two jobs right now, plus I'm going to be taking 16 units and I'm doing like MBA stuff um, for my application. So I definitely have like a lot of things going on. So my mind's like on a go, go, go mode. Um, but that's not a bad thing. I actually like being in that state of mind. There's nothing more that I don't like than not having like a, like a routine and a schedule. So I'm actually happy to be heading back into the semester so that I can have that, I guess, you know, breakdown. So, yeah. Um, uh, I just, it's such a loaded question. I think for me, there's just so many things, right? Um, the new administration, um, the pandemic getting worse, three strains of the virus out there. And um, there could possibly more, be more out yeah. there too that we haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. And so like Flora said, we're heading into the semester real quick. I'm just, I'm worried about my capacity to be productive again, um, you know, to put passion into my schoolwork. Um, I don't struggle with that with AS, but sometimes I do just lose the ball when it comes to my, my education. Plus my laptop broke down, so I had to send it to get a trade-in. And I haven't gotten a new laptop yet. And like, so I'm doing everything off of like a tiny screen, which is a lot harder than I thought. Mm. Well, yeah, I think one thing I've learned throughout this pandemic is not having my laptop sucks, especially when you need to get work done because everything is literally set the way you need it to be. And then your mojo is not there. Um, I think my current state of mind um, I think I'm at peace. Um, I think it's just part of it is because like, I don't have school and AS the way you both do at the moment. Like I still have like studying stuff I need to do for MA program. But besides that, I feel like I'm at peace. I think this past week was really rough. I think a lot went down that I didn't expect it to be the way it is but I feel like I'm at peace now I'm doing a lot better um I'm not saying like I'm happy or sad I'm just at peace yeah I'm just there chilling living each day as I can because I think by thinking too far ahead it's only going to stress me out so I'm just taking it day by day and like hoping that things will just fall back into place as time goes on but yeah so now that we've answered the question, I'm going to call this meeting to officially start for our 
topic today, which is setting boundaries and like having those healthy boundaries around us. I personally always struggled with boundaries because I tend to be a people pleaser. I like when people around me are happy. I have a hard time saying no. And shout out to Instagram Reels slash TikTok, I guess, because I kind of realized that through the Reels that like, wow, I have all the signs of being a people pleaser and shout out to Mori as well for helping me find that boundary. But how did you all discover that, you know, you need to set your first like healthy boundary or like just in general, like actually just have a boundary with those around you? I think for me, um, again, growing up in a immigrant family, first gen, very Mexican to say the least, um, it's almost a given that, you know, your parents kind of uh, dominate like your do's and don'ts. And even now that I'm away from home and, okay, here's the thing. I've also been very, I've been independent since I was 15. I had a full-time job. And what I always say is like, I didn't have a job like at the pool or, or you know, like those fun high school jobs. I had legitimate jobs in the field at a grocery store. My high school experience was not fun whatsoever. I was very responsible for a lot of things at a very young age. Um, so at a very early on, my parents didn't have to worry about me. But what always kind of like, and again, I didn't, I, I knew I was upset and I knew that this angered me, but I didn't know like the proper way to articulate it and whatnot. But my parents placed so much responsibility on me, but it didn't come with the freedom that I thought it should have granted me, right? Um, and I'm not saying like I wanted to be like a troublemaker and whatnot, but my parents were always very strict. Like they never let me hang out with my friends. Sleepovers were a no-no. Theaters, like all that stuff, like I did not get to do that. And um, now that I'm older and I'm away from home, sometimes I go back and visit especially during COVID, like, you know, there were a few months where I was back home and I realized that stuff was happening the same way that when I was in high school, like whenever I went out, they'd be like, oh, well, where are you going? With who? And what time will you be back? Okay, but you have to be back at this time. So like it was them telling me like, I best be back, like a curfew almost. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like 22. Why are you still doing this, right? And that's when like, I realized that I needed to start letting them know like they can't control me anymore. I'm not I'm not the responsibility anymore, right? Like, if I do something and I mess up, like, that's on me and, like, all the fallout is going to be on me. And so the way I put it is I need to let them know that up until the point where I was 18, I was their child. Now I'm their daughter. Like, they're never going to stop being my parents and I'm never going to stop being their daughter. But that doesn't grant them the right to let tell me what to do or in any way, shape, or form influence my decisions. And for my family, I think that hit them very hard because, again, we come from a culture where family is very, very tight. And that's something that I enjoy. That's something that I think is really special. But at the same time, it can be a toxic to a certain degree, especially when it comes to realms of moving out or, like, who do you marry or all these things. Um, Because I do think that they think that they have a lot of say because they're our parents and because we're, like, we're their kids. So no one has told them no before, right? We have to do that. And so that adds pressure on us too, to kind of let them down easy. But at the end of the day, it's important for them to know that I'm not gonna shape my life the way that they want me to or for their convenience. Like I'm my own person now and I need to start making decisions for myself. That was a little bit winded and I hope it made sense. Um, I would say for me, so for me, I think there's a little context. So first off, my sun and moon are in Scorpio and my rising is in a cancer. 
So I'm a very emotional person. Second off, I have three older siblings. So growing up, it almost felt like I had like a ton of parents because my older siblings, you know, they had the responsibility to take care of me. So, um, you know, they would also tell me how I should lead my life, what classes I should take um, and all those things. But recently, you know, I've had to, I feel like for me, boundaries is directly connected to my emotions, right? I don't like showing them. Um, and with that, I segued a meme to display this because Bernie is so popular. Of course, <laughs> of course, this we should have known. <laughs> the emotional way I express myself. So it says, what's wrong? Scorpio, nothing. Also Scorpio. Just know that that's me this, sometimes. I saw this tweet and I literally thought of Anoop and I was like, Anoop. <laughs> and then she's like, <gasps> but she also agreed. So, okay, yeah, that's why sometimes people call me two faced because, like, in my head, I have my whole inner dialogue about my thoughts, but out comes, you know, a little different. <laughs> it comes a little different because, again, I don't think I should be putting negativity out into the world or judging people as harshly as I might initially but like I have to filter myself we all have to do that but going back to the boundaries for me it took a while for me to like voice my emotions or be like hey that thing you said it hurt my feelings you know um and that ties in directly to um my older siblings um and my mom and dad like I would just you know have conversations about like the space I'm in, I used to share a room with my sister. I had to like come out of that room because I have a different study schedule, sleep schedule, especially during the pandemic when we're living with our families again. Um, I'm still a college student and I like my 12 a.m. ramen noodles and my 3 a.m. study sessions. As you can tell with like a person who's working a full-time job, like she, she needs to sleep. So, like, we had to have that conversation, like, what's better for our relationship? And so, for me, that meant moving into a new space, a new room that felt like my own. And I felt like I didn't have to, um, you know, like, walk around quietly and be scared about waking her up. And that's, like, I'm not hating on her because she has to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. in the morning. She's not going to want... Oh, fuck. (laughs) She doesn't want to hear a new, like, furiously writing on her laptop. If you hear me on my laptop... She types loud. (laughs) So, like, for me, it just took a while to... It takes me a while to, like... I kind of eat my feelings. I eat a lot of food. I just eat them. But then, like, at some point... And therapy is it for everyone. So if if you don't go to therapy, just try it out. It took me like a while just to recognize that like I needed to stand up for myself and I needed to assert myself um, when all my life, like they had been telling me what to do and what not to do. Mm. Y'all talked about boundaries with your family, right? I think being an only child in a way that worked in my favor because I'm not saying my parents like whole world revolves around me, but in a way it does. And so yes, they do have their hyper focus, but I feel like because of like my relations of like me being an only child, it's easy for me to be close to my parents and just tell them as it is. And like that's like a whole nother like playing field. But I think when I think of boundaries, I also think of my friends a lot. Um, I mentioned earlier that 
I am like a people pleaser. Like I have a harder time saying no. And like my love language is like quality time and like acts of service. That's like the, the main majority of it. And so being able to be there for my friends, spend time with them is important. Doing things for them is important to me. But I think there comes to a point in a time where when I was like a freshman in college and like even maybe high school too, like leading back, like I would take a lot of shit from my friends and I feel like I would just sit through it. Like I, I wouldn't like say anything. And I like if I hear things about me that are like bad and it makes me sad or feel some type of way, I'm just like, like I'm just silent. Like I just listen to it and I, I just take it all in. And I think eventually it just explodes where I just can't take it anymore. And I think it took me a really long time to remove like people and friends that were toxic in my life because I value so highly of my friends since I don't have any siblings. Like I felt like that was like the next closest thing to me. And to get rid of like friends, like toxic friendships are like, it's just like equally as hard as like getting rid of like a relationship with like a significant other, I feel like, because there's so many added layers of like, not only did you have memories together, but you also like grew up together or like you have all these other things like shared upon all of that. And I think being able to finally stand up to myself and face myself in the mirror and be like, no, this is not good for you you're putting a lot of your energy towards people who aren't matching you was really hard and I think like I had to have a really honest conversation with myself after talking to my friend Maury shout out to you because she really sat me down like we we're already driving so we're already sitting down but basically she really had to tell me she's like jeans like you really got your, like you really got to get your shit together like you're spending all these time and all these like energy for people who gives no fucks about you and you're out here trying to invest yourself and do all these things. But if you're going to constantly keep on spreading your energy like that, you're going to only spread yourself thin and you're going to end up losing yourself. It's basically like yeah. along the lines of what she said. And like, like I felt like she was right. It's just like, I didn't know what to do. And like, I think that's when I started to like really reevaluate like the friendships around me. And like, I started slowly distance, distancing myself away from people that didn't serve to like my best interests or like was like causing a drain to my like mental health. And I think that helped a lot. And like, I feel like whoever I still like keep in close contact to or talk like whenever we're all free, because obviously adulting is like really hard. But like low maintenance Thanks. friendships are like always like, you know, snaps, props to those. But also at the same time, knowing and learning how to like, not like defend myself, but protect my energy is how Maury would say it. And I think it's mm -hmm. true. Like, I feel happier not needing to like be there and like, not like baby, but like be there to like hold someone's hand and like tell them everything is okay when I truly don't care. You know, like, yeah. if I don't care about you, I just don't. And I feel like I needed to, like, learn that. And, like, mm -hmm. I'm happy where I am now. I have good friends, solid friends that, like, I hope that they truly last a lifetime. And that, you know, I could grow old with you, too, and, like, more, like, Maury and, like, all that jazz. So, confident about that. And I think that was, like, really hard. Like, I think. It is. It's so hard to let people go or just grow out of friendships. And like, like for me, can, I would take you know? it personally. I was like, why, right? don't, why don't we hang out anymore? You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, what's important about boundaries too is to like recognize that 
it's most like it's like it's not about you at the end of the yeah. day. Like if I communicate my boundaries with the noob or you know Eugenie, it's not about either of you. It's about me needing to do what I have to for me to be okay. Yeah. Um, and I think right. sometimes people internalize that like, oh, it's me, it's me, it's me. And it's like you, y'all probably just want a good calm or you know whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, it's probably healthier for you to cut off whoever you need to if it comes to that as opposed to forcing it to click, right? And yeah. I think for me, one of the things that I really appreciate about the both of you more than you'll ever know is I feel like sometimes I'm very MIA because I have so many things going on. And sometimes I do feel like a bad friend because I haven't responded or I haven't hopped on the FaceTime, but then y'all reassure me. So I, I really appreciate yeah. that. And I think sometimes like, you know, boundaries are really great, but sometimes like if you don't have to hop to that right away, just communicate any issues that you're having and like see how that can be resolved. Like when I finally told him like, Hey y'all, like I'm really busy. It's not that I'm not trying to talk to you or that I don't want to. It's that I literally don't have like room to even breathe. And for them yeah. to be like, Oh, it's like, do your thing. Like, you know, whatever, like it's okay. Don't worry about us. Like that felt really nice. And I was like, sure. Like that's all it took for me to tell them like I'm busy, you know? Yeah. Um, and for them to understand. And I had friendships in the past where things go like I was really busy, but then they like somehow spend it like, Oh, well, you know, if you really wanted to be there, you would, or like this and that. And so kind of like, you know, analyzing the situation and like seeing, okay, this relationship is worth salvaging and this one isn't, I think that's important to do as well. Yeah, I think there's like this thing, I forgot if it was like a quote or like what it was, but it's like, you know how like you can outgrow people and like, that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. people, like, I honestly was naive about this. I thought that like whoever I was friends with, like in high school, like if I go to college, like, you know, like, I'll still be friends with everyone I was friends with in high school. But honestly, like, as we get older, we meet new people. And sometimes you do outgrow those, like, friends. And it's, like, okay. It's not, like, oh, they were bad people or, like, it's just, like, you are in different, like, avenues of life that, like, sometimes it just doesn't align. But that doesn't make them or you, like, bad people towards one another, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, you could definitely, mm-hmm. like, still keep in contact with your high school friends and like that's completely like great and like I'm happy for y'all but like you know sometimes it doesn't work in that favor and sometimes you click better with people from college because of like experiences like you may join orgs um, or you may meet people in classrooms or like just like even just on campus and like that's like really different than what I had envisioned going into college because I think I thought that whoever like the 10 people that I still talk to in high school I'll still talk to now and honestly, we're all just so busy adulting and like doing life that like it's so hard, especially like when life does get to you, you know, like, for example, like when you said floor, like you've had friends where they're like, if you really want to, you like make time for it. Yeah, that is true. But at the same time, like if I don't even have the bandwidth for myself to do what I need to do, then how the fuck do I afford time for you? It's not like I don't like you. It's just like I really can't like I've had those moments where meetings were back to back I had to wake up at like eight get to campus by nine meeting until like 11 class from eleven thirty to like 12 within that 30 minutes I have to grab breakfast and lunch and like go back to more meetings after my class and then that it's like my day like I don't get home until like nine or ten at night and -hmm. it's another day so it's like it's tough and it's rough like you know and I think I think it's important to know that like boundaries can be they're they're set for you right so they could be physical um they could be emotional like this is how much I have the capacity for or they could even be like digital like for me one that's come up a lot given 
you know, just the world we live in now. I have to like mute the news yeah. for some time. Like I can't, I literally can't handle how much shit goes on. Like I just need, I like, I took my little bite and now I need to mute it. That doesn't make me less knowledgeable. That doesn't make me less engaged with the world or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think another example that's really worked out for me is with work. Like jeans and floor notice or noted that sometimes we can get really busy. And so for me, it was like over the weekend, I'm not doing any AS. I'm not doing any of my work. I'm focusing yeah. on my school. I'm focusing on myself. Like I need this, I need a break. I need to catch up on that show on Netflix. Like doing those little things for you. Those are examples of like boundaries you could potentially set for yourself. Yeah. With relationships, don't be afraid to compartmentalize. Um, For example, if you have family, you have friends, right? Because I was just having this conversation with my roommate and like, you know, she was like, I was saying how I have very few friends. And she's like, what do you mean? You know, a lot of people. And I'm like, yeah, but those are like colleagues or coworkers or stuff like that. Like friends that I consider my friends. I have very few. And so don't be afraid to give titles like this is family, this is friends, this is coworkers, this is colleagues, because yeah. really what you'll notice is that depending on the title you give them, that's how much it requires of an effort of you, if that makes sense. And that's not bad. Like, again, I'm going to probably put a lot more effort into Jimmy and Anoop than I will with somebody that, you know, I see like once a week during the, through a screen, right? Um, so don't be afraid. And again, your time is precious and the effort you put in is precious. Give those, give that to whoever is worth giving and, my hope is that they'll do the same for me, right? Um, but at the same time, it's like you don't have to have the same bandwidth for everyone. Yeah. And like just going off of what Anoop said about like social media, like it's okay to mute people's like story and posts and like unfollow them mm. because, you know, sometimes they may not post content or things that follow your or matches your interests or like you feel like it's causing a drain to your energy. Like just mute them remove them like you don't have to see none of that um i think it's cool that they don't know about that too like they don't know that you mute them um so i just meet a lot of people that like i don't feel like serves to my best interest or like drains my energy and like that's okay um yeah being and it's not that is like mm -hmm. not wrong you know yeah Yeah. and like if someone mutes you don't take it personally you know what i mean like it's not about you like it's about them and so that's what I would just add. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think another thing too within the like realm of boundaries is pay attention. Like, how do you feel when you're with someone? Oh, yeah. I think that's really important because you'll start noticing trends. Um, and like sometimes I think we purposefully try to ignore it because we're scared to come to the realization that oh maybe this person is toxic for me. Or maybe they're not, you know, they're not my friend like I thought they were. So really be mindful of like your state of mind and like how you're feeling when you're with X person or Y person, because that'll give you insight as to, you know, if there's any conversation that needs to be had, or maybe you just need to cut them out completely with, again, like you don't owe an explanation to anyone when it comes to choices that you make for yourself, period. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you choose to give them, that's one thing, but at the end of the day, do whatever you need to do for you to be your best self because you have to be responsible for your own well-being before you can, you know, add to anybody else's well-being. And so sometimes I think, especially depending on like the kind of person you are, you can be more of a giver and you will put your own needs in the back burner just to be able to, you know, help whoever needs it at that moment. But it's really important for you to check in with yourself 
as well. And I think that sometimes we forget that and we don't do that as often as we should. Yeah, I think there's also like another quote, right? Where it's like, um, look around you and like the 10 friends around you or whoever's around you is like the equation of yourself. Like, are you proud of like who you're being seen with? Not saying like they bring an embarrassment to you and you're like, oh fuck, I can't be friends with them. It's just like, are you proud of who you are as an individual because of them? And like the things that they taught you or haven't taught you or that you've taught them, like, is it like, is it like a two way street or are you just walking a one way road and then you're just hoping for the best because walking a one way road is really hard. And like you put in so much energy thinking that someone is there for your best interest, but at the end of the day, they're not like, I think that causes a bigger strain for yourself at the end of the day. And it's disappointing. And like, same thing with family, mm-hmm. like, you know, like sometimes some family members, like I, like I feel like our lives potentially aren't as crazy as like, you know, the Kardashians and like how <laughs> their like individual lives are like, but like to some degree, like what they're experiencing is like pretty valid. Like, you know, some like, not like our family members okay. are evil, but like there's moments where like sometimes they're not in the best interest of like you. It's like intentions mm-hmm. for themselves or like, you know, you're like, I'm not saying your siblings are bad people, but I'm just saying like some siblings can be evil and they can have like ill intentions. Right. So like recognizing that, like, sometimes you just need to remove yourself from those situations or those relations, not because you don't love them. And just because you have blood doesn't make you family and not having blood also can make, doesn't you, make you not, right? you know family. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean about the blood situation? Like, I feel like, there's like so many different ways to define family and it doesn't require blood to do so. There we go. I think a key thing that comes out for me is burnout, right? So if I don't set up boundaries, I'm overextending myself, not for myself, but for another person. And like, sometimes that can be valid, but in most cases it's not like you need to put yourself first. Um, And I think that, Yes, there is community, there's a community feeling, but like for you to give back to the community, for you to have healthy relationships, for you to do all of that, you need to protect yourself. Um, And I would say like, because we're reflecting on our personal experiences, for me, I struggle with boundaries the most in the workplace. Mm. Like, (laughs) I don't, I think that for us, for me, jeans and floor, we started off as work colleagues and we built ourselves up to friendship. Right. And so that's like where I'm comfortable. That's where I thrive, right? Like slow, slow burn, like we're ramping up to it. But like when people want to like just jump into it or when people like kind of like push are trying to push you to say yes or something, they're like, let's hang out right now, right now. I I just pull back because like, I don't want to hurt them, their feelings by saying no but then ghosting also hurts their feelings. So then I just feel like I'm stuck in a trap. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that might be the Scorpio of me. So I provided that disclaimer <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> but I think that also goes to like, cause I think we talked about this before, right? Like, it's like, if you and I were to like do something together, like a project, right? Or like just in general in the AS office, if we were to like do something together, like if I wasn't doing my part, I feel like you wouldn't, like, I know, actually, I, w- I don't feel, I know for a fact you wouldn't, like, hesitate to be like, hey, Jeans, I need you to, like, put in more, like, work here because, like, I feel like I'm, my back's hurting. I'm carrying this project for us, you know? 
I think that's also important being able to like recognize that and like be able to tell who you're collaborating with or like just in general like in on the team with to be like nah like this ain't it and it's like sometimes we have to also recognize like I don't know what it's called but like remember how we talked about like the shark the bear and like the turtle at like retreat where it's like each person reacts like differently and like also we need to take into account that not everyone expresses like as thoroughly and as straightforward as some others might be and sometimes we also need to like take a step back and like evaluate the situation and recognize that like maybe we're taking up more space than we should be are we giving others a chance to talk are we allowing others to also put in that same amount of effort that they want to put in but we can't because we're like overbearing and like we're taking up too much space and constantly like putting out emotions and not allowing others to like also like give emotions back out you know like I think that's also really important like sometimes it's not just like as individually setting up the boundaries but it's also us taking a step back and recognizing that others need that space is equally as important because even though some others may not have that confidence to set up the boundary with us or towards us we need to like self-control ourselves and like recognize that too I think it's really important especially working on a big team or like just in general I think that's also. I think it's one of really great things, and I think one that I've been like, you know, that just came to me right now is we're talking about don't be afraid to let go of people if they're not contributing to you, if they're not feeling you. But at the same time, don't mistake helpful feedback as them trying to bring you down, yeah. um, because sometimes like we do need those like, hey, check yourself, or like those wake up calls. Yeah. And so it's re- it's one of those things where like you really have to be very evaluative and like, okay. Is there being, them being mean or tearing me down or is it genuinely being helpful? Because personally, I really appreciate when my friends tell me like, hey, Floor, like I've been noticing that you've been doing this. Like you maybe should like, you know, stop or maybe just take a time and like consider why you're doing it and stuff like that, right? So yeah. really important to have honest friends in your circle. Sometimes like when I ask for help or for advice, I'm, I'm asking because I want to hear what they really have to say, not because I'm wishing or I'm hoping that they say what I want to hear. Um, yeah. So just be mindful of that. And then the other thing, too, is that self-awareness is really, really important. Again, going back to what Jimmy was saying, when we were in AS, we had to take like this personality test and they gave us colors and like the colors kind of resemble like what we are more inclined to be or how we're inclined to be. And so for me, I got see, so you see the red, the blue and the yellow and the green for me. Hey, y'all, my AirPods died. <laughs> Wait, it's OK. <laughs> Wait, I think you sound better without your AirPods, Loki. Um, so for me, I was red, which is very very. Wait, can I grab mine real quick? Yeah, we should all show at the same time. <laughs> wait, I have the extra block because, like, when we're like, hey, wait, running... I don't even agree with my blocks though. For the record, I don't agree. With so that. I thought, my order, right? So you see that the red is deep green, deep right, be gone. So for me, and I don't know if Jeannie and Anu can attest to this, but especially in the like professional environment, I'm very intense. Like, if you don't have it together, I'm gonna like be upset. And I'm someone who wants to move like this. Um, and what this experiment really helped me show is that sometimes people aren't like that, and it's not because they're like not smart or this, but like they they do require more time. And so it made me tell myself, check yourself when you're like upset because somebody doesn't have anything to contribute or check yourself when you're upset because somebody's moving too slow for you um and, and i think self-awareness is also a great quality to have because sometimes as jimmy said it's important to know what your boundaries are 
but it's also important to go in knowing that other folks have boundaries too. And that again, even if you don't agree with them, you should respect them because it's boundaries that they set up for themselves. And for the record, Flora and I are like bestest of friends, right? We're opposites. I will literally flip my bricks and they match hers. Like how insane is that? So um, I definitely learned through being close friends with Flora, like how to communicate with people who have different communication styles or different attachment styles. And like that helped me grow as a person. You know what I mean? Like I didn't always expect the energy that I was putting out to be returned because I know that other people show their energy in different ways. Sorry, I got distracted because my mom came in and then I told her not to come in and she was by the door and she's like, shh, 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 trying to get my attention. <laughs> so cute. On what Anoops just said is, it doesn't matter how similar or how different you are as people, as long as you respect each other's boundaries, y'all can be friends. Because like, again, Anoop and I are like, 360 from each other like 100% y'all like sometimes I'll like genuinely laugh at the fact of how different we are because I told her this I feel like if we would have met any other way the chances of our really putting an effort to be friends would have been like less but the fact that you know yes really forced us to you know interact and this and that we like we're friends now and I'm so thankful for it but again don't don't and I would say surround yourself with people that are different from you and like whether that be behaviorally culturally it's just you grow so much more as a person when you're being taught by someone else when you're being challenged by others like that's when true growth happens it's very easy to try to like gravitate towards people that are like you because who wouldn't want to hang out like with people that are like them right but the real growth happens and the real value lies in with people that can help you grow and can help you learn things and who knows you may find out some things that like you would have like never found out or you would have never thought about had you not exposed yourself to someone who thinks differently to someone who views the world differently and who someone with someone who has different experiences um from you but do that within your boundaries so like I feel like sometimes I do say like surround yourselves with different people but when someone's beliefs harms my very existence yes Mm. I, I can't and y'all know what I'm talking about like I can, yeah. I would not surround myself with that person so just yeah. putting that out there like do that within reason yeah just hang out with somebody who's used the world differently as you because yes. yeah there's people out there who I'm like don't compromise your values for people who won't like do the same don't bend your back over for people that won't like run the mile with you yeah because I think that's like hard like you know like recognizing what's good for you and what's bad for you if you've never seen good or bad as like examples like there's no like you know there's no booklet there's no brochure to tell you like hey this person's gonna do well with you or not do well with you and like there's always gonna be risks and there's always gonna be lessons within that like whether it's relationship, friendships, like, um, or just even work relationships, right? Like, there's always going to be, like, risks and, like, takes. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if you're not happy where you are, it's okay to remove yourself from those situations. Um, and, like, it's okay to be scared and, like, the uncertainty is real. 
but like it doesn't make you any less because you are scared and it doesn't make your feelings like not valid you know especially I think when it comes to like work and like work security like having like a uh, financial security is important but if you're at a job where you're not happy and you're constantly like stressed out at work and you're not at ease like if you have the chance to look for a different opportunity like not everyone has that privilege to like jump around and do what they need to do but if you see a chance take it like don't be afraid to like take that risk because maybe that risk can be one of the best decisions you've made for yourself in the long run yeah. even though it's scary because it's so and, uncertain. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to put it out there. Like sometimes it's not always blatant that people that you can tell that people aren't, you know, supporting you. Mm. And it took me a while to find out the term gaslighting. But as soon oh, as yes. I found it out, like I was like, shoot, I experienced that on the daily. Like people will invalidate my experience or my feelings on the daily. Like I didn't know there was a word for this. And then you think so, back and you're like, yeah. wait, what? That's a thing? <laughs> Wait, yeah. I've been living through this? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's not always blatant. And it like sometimes the other person won't even recognize that they're doing it. So it can even be triggering just to have that conversation. Be like, that made me uncomfortable that you questioned, you know, what I was saying. And they'll be like, I didn't question what you were saying. I'll be like, wait, but you invalidated what I was saying. And you're saying like going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be like a back and forth not going anywhere conversation and those are situations that you might pull yourself out of you might say it's not worth my time to educate this person or you might have that like turning point like hey this person is really important to me and I need them to know you know so that's up to you and how that relationship works but also just know that just because they're important don't mean shit sometimes at the end of the day that's where like emotional intelligence really comes into play like you really have to make those calls and they're not easy calls to make you know versus who's worth educating and who's not because that's taxing on you yeah. um and that's really right. big word scary and so it's okay if you don't want to educate someone sometime like as a person of color as for me at least when i find myself oftentimes in these situations is when i have to educate someone on what it means to be undocumented and like i really have to take in the you know the responsibility of like using my platform to educate others but there's times when i'm like this person i can say x y and z and they still won't even care to listen so why am i gonna do it right making those calls is really important and just know that you don't like that's not your responsibility so if you ever feel like i'm not going to um don't feel like in any way shape or form you're letting like your community down or you're letting yourself down because at the end of the day like (laughs) it's not on you you have to educate others like that's not on you so and there's only sorry i was gonna say and there's only so much hand holding and babying you could do and if you're facts no grown ass adult and you still can't get that and like you can't be competent in that sense and like be respectful of that then like that's on you now because like it's not anyone's job but your own to educate yourself and to seek resources that are willing to like teach you that is not a given that like someone needs to teach you in this day and age we have google okay like google just google shit like why are you jeans is sipping the tea for a reason like shoot like you can just google um and i think that for me that's when it becomes so surprising that like someone is and this is a side note but when people say they're apolitical i guess 
I'm just like, you are so privileged to think that you could be apolitical and not think politics affect you. Like how? But anyways, that was just a side note. I think that like, especially... Is that team Bernie? (laughs) (laughs) Right there. I just think that like, you know, when you pick and choose just your battles and at the end of the day, you could just be like, just Google it because I do not have to do that. And I think that as minorities, we're placed into this thing like, oh, you reflect your whole minority, right? Your actions are accountable for your whole minority versus like the majority, apparently they can be their own individuals. Um, So like setting boundaries in terms of education, setting boundaries in terms of your workplace, setting boundaries in terms of representing your community, like it all adds up. Yeah. And I think going back, I think it's really important to, again, don't feel bad for how, I guess, big or intense your boundaries are. At the end of the day, they're your boundaries. And I can't come and tell you that they're wrong. Your family members can't tell you they're wrong. And your friends can't tell you they're wrong. Do whatever you need to do to be at peace. Because at the end of the day, you're the one dealing with whatever emotional, mental, physical tolls that you have to deal with. And if no one else is carrying that weight, they don't have a say, they don't have the right to tell you that your feelings are invalid, that your feelings are wrong, that you're too intense, that you're too dramatic, like that's not fair. And I feel like that that in itself is a form of gaslighting. Oh yeah, I think it's crazy how gaslighting can happen and occur in so many different like areas, right? And people don't recognize that it's gaslighting because we became so numb to situations like that thinking that it's normal, but it's really not. And as long as you're happy and you're taking care of yourself and putting yourself first, recognizing that might be hard, but it's a must because you, at the end of the day, not saying that your parents aren't great or your family ain't great, your friends ain't great, but at the end of the day, you only got yourself and you, like, you know? Yeah, and I think something that I saw once, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like people that really care about you and the people that really love you will respect your boundaries. It's the people yeah. that won't that will act like all hell's breaking loose because you put a stop to whatever it is that they were doing that was harming you. It's true. It's true. But, you know, I feel like there's always like a lot more to this topic than just, you know, a 40 minute something podcast. So if y'all would like a part two, let us know. Or like, if you want to like, yeah. Or like, if you have any other ideas that you would like to add on or like to share, let us know. Is there any other closing remarks, comments, questions that you two would like to add on before we wrap this up? I just want to say therapy is for everyone. So just try it out. What What's the harm? It's and just because the first time didn't work out doesn't mean you can't try someone else. And it's okay to switch your therapist. They're not going to feel hurt because you don't click with them. And then they're like, you know? Yeah. And not all therapy is the same. So that's why you should try it out with different folks. Yeah. Do your research. And yeah. For me, time is valuable. Emotions are valuable. All of that good stuff. Invest it on whoever or whatever makes it meaningful for you. And again, you don't owe explanations to anybody. I agree. Um, but that's it for me. And I guess that's it for Anoop and Flora as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. I call this meeting to adjournment. And we will catch you all next week. <laughs> okay, bye.